When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, good afternoon and welcome to the Cop Update from the LFC Day Trippers. I am Gav and I'll be with you for the next 30 minutes or so. If you're watching, you're very, very welcome. Hit the like button, subscribe, share, all that sort of stuff. And most importantly, put your comments in the chat there and we read out as many as we can in the next 25 to 30 minutes. Um, Failicon is our charity partner and we will talk again about them later on. First things first though, if you haven't seen or heard, the Fatback 4 from last night, go and listen to it. It will take up nearly two hours of your life, but um, it'll be well worth it. Um, Shiny makes a huge show on what Gareth okay orders in a restaurant, which was really, really good. And um, we talk about Trent, we talk about Thiago, Luis Diaz, Canate, Henderson, Liverpool winning trophies, two more possibly to win as well. So um, it was a really, really good show. Um, so go and check that out. It is available on our YouTube channel and across our po- your podcast platforms too. If you're listening on a podcast, you can hit the review button, give us a five-star review, and that helps us out as well. Um, who's in today? Mickey is in. He says, come on, Reds, we can do it. We just got to believe. Brian Halloran says, no point in negativ- negativity, assuming Villa will get hammered against City. Much crazier things have happened in football. I agree, Brian. Garrett says, afternoon, Reds. It's just lovely to see the Tory media in the UK absolutely boiling their piss about Liverpool fans booing their national anthem. Hook that straight into my veins. Tor is in. He says hello. Big Wood Bear says two down, two to go. Correct. Garrett McDonald um, says hello to Tor. So it's all being nice today. Uh, MC says good afternoon. Scouser Pete is in. Um, who else is there? Addy D says, was Anfield so brilliant or what? Ali A says, big up Gav. Klopp said he will make changes. Cat Cat's says, fabulous show yesterday. Just listened to it. Liz Golden is in. Dylan O'Rourke is in. And Dicko was in. So there's plenty of people in there. And as I said, if you're watching, hit the like button and we'll move on. So, we done loads on that Fatback 4 last night. But I think the one thing to come out of it, um, and that's the reason why this show is called Big Decisions for Klopp, is indeed the fact that you know, everyone was expecting Man City to win at West Ham, which would have put them, you know, would have put them, you know, too far ahead. It would have been six points ahead. Um, we would have had two games left. And, you know, it would have been a case of, you know, even if we win them, the goal difference would have killed us. And City would have had a game left anyway. So, with West Ham drawing that game, you know, West Ham are 2-0 up at half time. I was out playing golf. And to be honest with you, I think it was nil all when I teed off. And sorry, it was 2-0 when I teed off because it just went 2-0. And um, just before I teed off, I said, I'm not looking at that again. And what happens? Uh, one of my playing partners is a Liverpool fan and was constantly checking the phone for all the results. And as we walked off the second or third tee, he said it's 2-2. And I couldn't believe it. But the fact that they've drawn means that Liverpool can win tomorrow night and put it to one point and go into Sunday. Um, very similar to the uh, the end of the 2018-19 season. The fact that we've got here um, is absolutely brilliant. You know, I've been um, championing the, the quadruple 
charge since God knows how long I'm annoying so many people about it. Um, but you know, like someone said earlier, stranger things have happened. But when it, but what it's done for Jurgen Klopp is he's seen his team go another hundred and twenty minutes against Chelsea. And what I thought was a really good FA Cup semi final. I think they, they, they really really serve up some really good nil offs. Um, Liverpool and Chelsea, not just this season, but you know, really tight games going back the last probably fifteen years. But now Klopp has a decision to make because when you look at Virgil having to come off on ninety minutes, tired, you know, and that's fair. He's at the end of the day, he's come back from a long injury and he's played a full season. It is going to catch up with him at some stage, and you will have to prioritise. You look at the midfield that played there. You look at Henderson. You look at Katie. You look at Thiago, um, playing a lot of minutes. You know, Luis Diaz playing a lot of minutes. Salah playing a lot of minutes up until he gets taken off. Mane is playing a hell of a lot of minutes. You know, you look at Trent. You look at Robbo. Although Simakas, you can see as a good replacement there. But the centre halves, Joel comes on in ninety for extra time, and he's excellent. But now it's we've always spoken about weighing things up and will there ever be a stage where you you know you pick a priority and a priority it becomes easier and I think it's become harder over the weekend. I think if West Ham had been beaten by Manchester City, Klopp would have looked and went right look, um, we're six points behind. We can win our two and it won't make a blind bit of difference. Even if we even if City lost the last game, it won't make a blind bit of difference. And it would have made tomorrow night really easy. In picking a team, um, Ali says, "Why is Shani so negative about the quadruple?" He's not. He's not actually negative about the quadruple. I just think he realistically thinks that City will batter Aston Villa on Sunday, and and what we do will be immaterial. And I don't know how much of that is going to come across into the Liverpool side of things because Klopp is as much as he he will push Liverpool to their absolute max and and believe till the last minute. Realistically, Klopp's probably looking at it going, "Listen, they're not going to drop points on Sunday." What are we going to do? So that's what I'm going to try to do today. Um, try look at what Liverpool should do tomorrow night. I read out some of your comments though. Gavin Walsh this afternoon. Gav, love to listen to the show on my lunch. Ralph thinks Saints game is their Champions League. Poor fella is a bit misguided. You know what? I don't mind Ralph um, Hassan-Hewitt coming out and saying that because and the quote has been, it is his Champions League final and they will do their best to have a say in the title race. Um, I've no problem with that. You know, I think if if you've seen an opposition manager coming out and going, ah, oh, well, you know, we've nothing to play for and stuff, that kind of lulls you into a false sense of security. I think Liverpool, without his quotes, probably know they're going and they'll face a difficult game at St Mary's. Southampton have been really good at times this season. They've kind of fallen off a little bit in the last little while, but they've taken, I think they've taken points off City home and away. Um, now, they've got a few hidings as well. But overall, Southampton are a decent, decent side, particularly from set pieces and stuff. So it will be a difficult game. Um, Ash 100 says, Hi, Gav, awesome show. Thanks a million. Um, goal difference out of the equation helps us a crazy amount, so still no rook. Well, yeah, it's just what we're going to do. And I want, I want to see what you people think with regards to what we do tomorrow night. Let's get past Southampton forces. Ash, it's a big test. It is. Gav, can we have an update on Davo? Did he survive the weekend? Davo's away on his holidays. Um, he wasn't in the best... He wasn't in the best um, towards the end of 90 minutes in the FA Cup final, but he got over and he's having a great time. I'm not going to tell you where he is, but he's in a really good place having on his holiday. So um, he'll be back Wednesday or Thursday. And I'm sure if we beat Southampton tomorrow night, he's, his head will fall off um, come Sunday. Um, definitely won't see Vir- Virgil van Dijk, Trent, Robbo, Salah, Diaz tomorrow, in my opinion. This is Kevin Ball. If City win, we'll be, we have probably rested everyone. Yeah, and that's where it is. Um, Ali says, I think Alisson is injured. 
now Allison should be fine um, he, he does go down during the game but he's absolutely fine Salah has said he'll be absolutely fine Fabinho you won't see him I don't you might see him for part of Wolves but you'll definitely see him in the Champions League final um, <coughs> Ali A says there are rumours that he's injured but he continued on he makes penalty saves so we have to wait and see but if he puts Kelleher in he puts Kelleher in um, Steve Lyons says Southampton is our biggest game so far and must win like every game this season but I have belief in this group of players I think the thing that keeps us kind of confident is no matter who comes in now with the team you're not getting anyone coming into the team and they're you know a chip on their shoulder or they're down or they're you know a bit rebellious at the fact that they're not in the team everyone of them are in it together you see it you see the scenes before during and after the game um on uh saturday where the whole squad are together you know and when they win, they all celebrate together. And the squad, staff, it's so, such a tight uh, group that they have. They're not worried about players coming in. And uh, We've spoken so much about players coming in. Does the level drop much? I don't think it drops a hell of a lot. Um, it's just when you take a lot of them out. You know, you're verging on League Cup teams. But League Cup teams have been really good for us this season. You know, and um, that's not to have a go or anybody that might come in. And you look at a lineup and go, that's similar to a League Cup game against... I don't know, an Arsenal or whoever we play in the League Cup. It's just the fact that you know how big the, the game is, you know how many match winners you need and it, putting a new team out there tomorrow night, you know, you could probably do it in two or three games in the bounce and find that they'll find a rhythm after, after a game or two, but it's such a balancing act. Um, Liz says Klopp has a ridiculously dif- difficult decision choosing tomorrow's lineup. I think I think it's a, yeah, I think it's the hardest lineup to pick this season. Um, just got to try and dog it out with the likes of Gomez, Jones and Tacky against Saints. Then just pray for a mad Alamo job from Villa on Sunday. Milner, Jones and Naby in midfield for Kevo Sullivan. Um, Taurus is booing, question mark. Media reaction, so dishonest. No Liverpool FC fan to talk about why just some fella... Sorry, no LFC fan to talk about why just some fella from the right wing, Think Tank, and he's on it and he was on our side. With friends like that, Tor, that's confused me a little bit. I'm going to be honest with you. Manny, Jota, Bobby, or Origi up front for Kevin Sullivan. Kevin Ball says, we'll need Fab to get some minutes against Wolves. Don't want him going in cold. Yeah, I agree. Um, let me see. Klopp and the fans booing at Wembley. Of course I have thoughts. The question is, why does it happen? They wouldn't do it without a reason. The majority of our support are wonderful people. He actually then asks, um, why don't we ask the Liverpool fans the reason behind it? That question won't be asked. Um, right wing media said it's outrageous to boo in the anthem but also the right wing media tell you it's okay to boo players taking the knee says Alex yeah it's a fair point that's an absolutely fair point Southampton will leave space for us hopefully we can expose it like the Anfield game so just getting on to the team um, it's so hard because one you have tomorrow and then you have a five day break the Wolves then you have a week break to the Champions League which in normal circumstances you know um you would say, like if Liverpool were a point ahead going into this tomorrow, all right, or say level with a better goal difference going into this tomorrow, you would be put. You would say to yourself in a normal circumstance, will we put, we go full strength tonight, or as close to? We do the same against Wolves because it's a five day break. We've been used to this, and then we've seven days. And don't don't forget, if you're winning against Wolves, you can take two or three off, and then you have seven days to the Champions League final. Normal circumstances, you would say Tuesday. Sunday, Sunday, or Tuesday, Sunday, Saturday, um, is a really good stretch of time between games. The problem is, is that we've played Chelsea, 
um, on Saturday, which will be 72 hours before this game. And we could be all doing it for nothing. And I think that has to come into your mind. As much as you hold out hope and you want to win your games, you could literally say to yourself, I'm going to go as strong as I can tomorrow night. I'm going to do the same against Wolves. You end up not winning it. You lose a player or two, and next of all, you're going to a Champions League and people start questioning you. Um, I think it's a mad difficult decision. Send me in your 11th what you think it might be. Because I'm, I'm very interested to see who thinks it will be really strong, who thinks it'll be kind of weak, and who thinks it'll be in the middle, couple of subs to come on if needs be. So, um, let me see. Origi's last big moment on the way. So still in the rook, yeah. Um, we need to Gerard to do a prime arena or Anfield 2014. I don't think Villard's right. Let's before you bring your 11s or, or thinking about them. The approach Villa bring to this game, I think if they sit back, they get eaten. Um, but on the other hand, you could say if they go and attack Man City, they could get eaten alive as well. It's, I think if if Villa want to win this game, they probably have to go and watch how man how, how sports played away at City, where it was, be really compact. Be really, you know, cut off all the, the passing lanes. Don't let them get in behind you. And then when you do win it, you need somebody up front that's going to get hold of the ball and be progressive with it. Harry Kane was brilliant on that day. But getting the ball turning and he had willing runners off him. And, you know, when you have willing runners off you, you have a massive, massive chance. So Villa need to be doing something like that. You see... If you can, if you were telling me that Ings could hold it up, and you had the likes of Watkins or, or who you know, or Coutinho running off him, fine. But it's all about being so disciplined in defence. And yeah, stranger things have happened. But realistically, if we win tomorrow night, we're going into it. Um, you know, we're going in where we'd be one point behind, and we need City not to win. The odds on it are pretty slim on City. Um, not to win. Uh, let me see. Here we go. If we win tomorrow and score force on Sunday, the atmosphere at the Etihad will be nervous. Yeah, absolutely could be. Um, Dylan wants Allison, um, Trent, VVD, Matip, Simakas, Henderson, Milner, Jones, Diaz, Bobby, Jota. Think Fabinho starts final day of the season. Um, Simon is, is it Simon? Um, Jordan went off on the whole booing thing, calling people morons. Is he calling Liverpool fans morons? Um, I'd be very interested because I actually have a lot of time for Simon Jordan because when he talks, he usually talks sense and he cuts out the the bluff and bluster you usually hear on talk sport. But I'd be interested to hear what was his take. Was it a yeah, moron for for calling the Liverpool fans booing or Liverpool fans morons for booing? And Dicko, let me know. I think it was you that mentioned that. Um, Ash said it as well. So if you can let me know on that. couple more teams. Alisson, Gomez, this is Kevin Ball. Alisson, Gomez, Matip, Kanate, Simakas, Milner, Nabi, Jones, Jota, Bobby, Origi. Mm, okay. Um, Villa getting pumped regardless of their approaches. Kevin Ball. Alex says, Kelleher, Gomez, Matip, Kanate, Simakas, Jones, Milner, Ox, Taki, Divok, Bobby. Yeah, Bobby's close, isn't he? <laughs> He's close to getting back properly. Um, Kelleher. Bobby comes on at the weekend, you know, but um, I mean, close to being able to play a full game. Um, Kelleher, Gomez, Adi says, Kelly, Kelleher, Gomez, Matip, Kanate, Simakas, Henderson, Milner, Nabi, Bobby, Arigi, Jota. 
Um, Garrett has Alisson, Simakas, Gomez, Matip, Trent, Hendo, Keita, Milner, Sadio, Jota, Origi. Ash um, has Alisson, Matip, Simakas, Gomez, Kanate, Harvey Elliott, Jones, Keita, Origi, Mane, Jota. That might be too many players. Is it? Uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. No, you're right. Um, I think we should be resting. Patty says, I think we should be resting six or seven players tomorrow night. Villa are going to get more than Sunday, and I'm fine with that. We do the treble this year, and we brought right back at it for the Premier League next season. I think that's a huge point, and I, I genuinely do. I think that's a huge point in the fact that when you go into certain seasons or you come to the end of certain seasons where you think, oh, no, we have to do this. You know, you see so many clubs. Like even when you go back to Leicester, who... I think they win the league on 77 points or something, something ridiculous. But Leicester would have known, if we don't do that now, we will never, ever do it again. Right? And there's times when Liverpool have been close to winning titles, you think, oh, we have to win it now, because, you know, 08, 09 had that kind of field, 13, 14 definitely did. But like Patsy says there, and we said it last night on the show, there's so, there's so much to be looking forward to. Even if, you know... We take one game at a time and we look at the, the, the three games we, we have left in this season and what we can achieve within those three games. Um, but when it's over, you'll reflect and it, it always brings me back to the likes of... Actually, Roy Keane says it an awful lot. you know, And you've heard it from Liverpool tales of old as well, like Ronnie Moran, where you win it, you celebrate it, it's great, and they're on to the next one. Whereas... Years ago, when time's gone by, you, you don't win it. And you go, oh, you know. And you're kind of plodding into next season, going, wonder what will happen. And you're trying to keep a bit of... You're trying to keep a bit of motivation and a bit of optimism. But deep down, you know, that was the chance. With this team, it's not. With this team, it's, you know, Tuesday. Right, grand, we're on to the next one Sunday. Right, we're on to a Champions League final. A Champions League final is on the 28th of May. In what? Two months? Just over two months, we'll be back at the Premier League. And we will, without 100%, be going into the Premier League next season going, we're going to win this. You know, and I don't give a shit really what Man City do, or Manchester United, because they will spend money now, um, with Ten Hag, or Arsenal, or Spurs, whichever one gets in the top four. Um, they'll both spend money either way. Chelsea, we don't know about, but you presume that takeover will be done and they'll be able to com- compete. Newcastle are going to spend money, but... <coughs> regardless of what they do you know as a Liverpool fan you think we had Carvalho's going to come in Schumann's being linked heavily this guy from Aberdeen as a young lad at right back is being linked heavily but if you were to do those two or three and add one more and on top of that where you go do you know what they've done another strike or they've done something else you're going in looking at their squad and you're not doubting them in any way no way not a chance so it's it's it doesn't define as I said it last night it just doesn't and no matter what happens, win, lose, or draw, or whatever, or win the league or don't win the league, we have the Champions League for, final to look forward to. And we know that we're not even at our pinnacle yet. I don't think we are. I think we're building again to something absolutely outstanding. And you know what? We could end up one point off the most outstanding thing you've ever seen. But then again, we could end up two points um, ahead and win the most magnificent thing you've ever seen. So overall... Don't get too too down about it, but I've no problem with people keeping their optimism because as someone said at the very start, um, stranger things have happened. Um, Dylan O'Rourke on Villa says, really compact with McGinn, Nakamba and Louise in midfield. Coutinho and Ings 
Watkins to go the opposite way with Watkins pinned to Fernandinho for 90 minutes. Nice, I like it. Alan says, uh, Alison Trent, Gomez, Matip, Simicas, Hendo, Jones, Milner, Jota, Divock, Minamino. Um, Barry has Alison Gomez, Matip, Kanate, Simicas, Jones, Hendo, Milner, Jota, Mane, Origi. Can we loan Villa some players for Sunday? No, um, is the answer to that. Let me just scroll down here. Uh, let me see. Uh, Antico says he called us morons and didn't understand it like they all don't. Um, okay, let me explain it then. So, Liverpool fans boo the national anthem. And it's done in a way as a protest against the British government. Um you know, because of what's gone on. Like, this isn't... People always think, oh, it's, um, it, you know, it's Hillsborough. And that is part of it. There's no doubt about it. I'm not from Liverpool. You know, I have to educate myself on stuff as well. And, and when I speak to people from Liverpool and I say to them, what about this? And they, like, especially when you, you speak to people that are a bit older than me, in their 50s or their 60s, and they say, like, you know, when they go back and they look at how... You know, Thatcher and and the government wanted um a managed decline of a city. They wanted a, a managed decline of a city. You know, and Liverpool people in Liverpool aren't happy. Now. That's not just Liverpool fans. That's everyone in Liverpool. Okay, you have got Hillsborough thrown on top, and regardless of what David Cameron or whoever else came out and what he done around the 20th anniversary of Hillsborough and what he done subsequently to release um, files and documents um, that Dr. Phil Scranton took and done the independent panel and found whatever they found and then went to court and had that Liverpool fans were killed unlawfully. Regardless of that, government were part of a cover-up with regards to Hillsborough. That's simple, okay? So, why wouldn't Liverpool fans be against this national anthem? Right? Or the hierarchy in that country? Now you're living in a country where a huge amount of people, forget football for a minute, a huge amount of people, okay, are not happy with the living conditions in Britain, okay, the price of things, getting in now the country, right, how they're treated now when they leave the country. Why wouldn't you boo? All right? But they stand up for themselves, all right? They stand up for themselves, and they're the ones ridiculed. They're the ones ridiculed. And you know what the funny thing is? Loads of people ridiculing them on Saturday afternoon will be the same ones on social media giving out about the government and how they're this and how they're that and how they're having parties in Downing Street during COVID and how they're trying to fob that off and how they're trying to bury reports in regards to it. These are the same people that will mock Liverpool fans, okay? Mock them for booing and standing up for what they believe in that's gone on for decades, in that in that city, and yeah, they'll turn around and give out and kick and scream about the British government on Monday morning. But you're mocking people forty hours earlier for standing up or you actually believe in what you have a problem with, and you're standing up and giving them giving out about them. It's absolutely flabbergasted. It's 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 unfucking believable. All right, unbelievable. And I don't really like going into politics on this show, but if you think for one second that Liverpool fans on a whim the national anthem at Wembley go and educate yourself because there's no point in you having a discussion 
or haven't indeed an opinion on it because it's not an opinion it's just something you've made up in your own head an opinion is something where you think about something and come to some sort of reasoning on it you do not have a reasoning on it if you think liverpool fans being that national anthem at the weekend is the biggest issue in the uk right now and what they're booing about is decades of abuse on that city um both um culturally economically and just fucking downright you know inhumane stuff that's being done and they're standing up for you when they're doing that and they're standing up for themselves when they're doing that and you have the issue it's absolutely fucking insane um let me see i'm sorry for going on about that by the way uh let me see i must say i thought villa gave their all against us and jared did a professional job where he could have given it a game away in a pre-match interview but he didn't villa will try there's no doubt about that um everton fans probably doing the same during the finals as quarters i would expect everton fans to do the same because this isn't a football thing you see that's the problem it's made a football thing and it's not part of it is a football thing and they have a voice because they're a huge football club or a huge fan base that are willing to come out and talk about the wrong the wrongs within the Tory government and indeed the Labour government, right? Um across the years. And just the establishment in the UK. It's not it's not fucking hard like. Um we're a disgrace, apparently, says Antigo. No, we're not. We're not. Don't get drawn into that. Liz Golden says I'm fifty four in American. I have read everything I can on Liverpool history. The government treated Liverpool like it was disposable. We have every right to protest. Liz, you're absolutely spot on. I'm fair play to you. Because that second bit there, I've read everything I can on Liverpool history. There you go. You've you've an informed opinion, which is much more than um, some people have. And as I said, I like Simon Jordan, but he's talking out his hole on that one. Okay? Because it's probably where Simon Jordan sits in the food chain that has affected his opinion there. All right? Um... Let me see. According to Pep, everyone loves us so far off the market's untrue. Um Johnson has had a go at Klopp. Um says Ant. Well he would, because it'll throw people off other things that um Boris Johnson is involved in. So why wouldn't he? You know, smoke and mirrors and um distraction tactics. Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? This is what he's all about. This is what he's all about. And and the funny thing is, if you put a hundred Liverpool fans in a room, Okay, okay, and a hundred non Liverpool fans in the room from all over the country, okay, and just file them through a door one by one and ask them the simple question What do you think of the British government? I can guarantee you most Liverpool fans would say X, right? And the vast majority of the other hundred would say the same X. There you go, you know what I mean? Um, people choose to be ignorant, it's easier to take in time to educate themselves. Um, look, d- disregard them. There's no point. It's all hot air. That's all it is. Everything that comes out of the UK in a political sense at the moment is hot air. And that's how they like it. And the more hot air they can produce, the, the better. Because they don't actually talk fucking... They don't actually talk in, in um, real terms, you know. And as I said, I'm not from Liverpool. I'm not from the UK. But I speak to people when I'm over there. Um, I speak to people from there. And it's always... It's the same. It's the same. And I speak from people from London. And they're saying the exact same thing as Liverpool fans. Except Liverpool fans stand up and do something. And the rest don't. The rest turn up at Anfield and shout about feed the Scousers and, you know, all this sort of shit. Right? When, um, they're not feed the Scousers. They're feeding everyone else. There's food banks everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. But the what's the easiest thing to do? Oh, yeah. Have a go with the people that are actually standing up for themselves. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, back to the lineup because I have to get out of here in a few minutes. 
I think it's hard. I do think Allison starts. <coughs> I think Gomez starts at right back because Trent plays 120 minutes of the weekend. I think you'll see Matab and Kanate at centre back because I think Virgil, a couple of days, I'd say if you're playing this Wednesday or Thursday, Virgil will play tomorrow. I don't, I'm not so sure. Kanate and Matab is absolutely fine. Simakas at left back, no problem at all. And people will say that's, Jesus, that's really changed. Um, back four but Gomez has done okay there Simakas is really good and the two lads are a centre half have played they're, they're swapping out, in and out beside Van Dijk all the time so it's not like they're rusty that's absolutely fine the midfield's a tough one I think Milner starts I do think Milner starts I think one of Henderson or Keita starts and my I think you might see Henderson, Milner, Jones. That's what I think you might see. Henderson, Milner, Jones. And Jones has great energy about him. Milner has great energy. Hasn't played a hell of a lot of football. And I think Henderson sitting in that sixth position is needed. So I think I'll go with Henderson, Milner, Jones. Up front, Salah won't play. I'm not sure Mane plays. I think you might see something like someone said earlier. I think you might see Jota. It could be Jota Minamino for uh, Minamino, Firmino, Origi. But you'll have a couple of lads on the bench. You know, Diaz comes off though, doesn't he? So he might be might be considered Firmino. You know, he could do something like Jota, Firmino, Diaz, something along them lines. But again, not overly worried, and that's not me being flippant or disrespectful to Southampton I think if you have those and you had the likes of if you done Diaz Firmino um, Jota and you had Mane on the bench and Origi on the bench I think you're fine and again in the midfield if you done that three and you had a Thiago to come on um, and a Keita to come on that's four on the bench that's fine and then if you had the, the back four is a bit slim Pickens but he might put VVD on the bench in case of emergency. You know, um But I think overall we were we'd be able to put a good side and still have the bench there to make three changes to affect the game. That's just the way I am. I go with that. But as I said, don't don't get too annoyed over the eleven. Just go out and support them and you know what? We've all agreed. It's um it's a huge decision for Klopp to make. Because while you have hope, great, but there's a realism there as well. And the priority now is probably the Champions League final in 12, 12 days' time. You know, so we take it as a we take it as it goes. It's not in our hands. If it was in our hands, I think I think decisions might have been different. But that but that starting eleven will have enough energy, I think, enough quality and you know something. Um I wouldn't put a past Liverpool to go out and beat Southampton tomorrow night. Um, I've really enjoyed that half an hour. I'm sorry for going on a political uh, rant. But look, that's this is what the cop update's all about. That's what's in the news. That's what people are saying. We talk about it. Whatever people say in the chat, we talk about it. And we have a big match tomorrow. So we've spoken about that as well. So I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Failicon is our charity partner. The link is in the description for their website. So you can... I suppose read up on them and see how good they are and see the work they do and um, the link is also there for the donations 
if you want to donate and if you can't donate send that link on to your family friends and colleagues and um we're just about halfway there we're about five grand there so that's good we've another five grand to go and we're going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing until we get there the support from everyone in the chat listeners um viewers subscribers whatever it might be and followers on social media has been brilliant so if you're on social media you can spread that around as well um where's the telegram link you've mentioned says p um gonna do this again so if you're a subscriber to the lfc day trippers on youtube (coughs) you will see a community tab on our homepage. click on the community tab the second post down says starts along something like all the liverpool chat in one place something along there them lines you download the telegram app on your phone then you go into that link for a leveler is the name of the link you click on there you register for the four chat rooms that we have and when you register you will go into the telegram app and all those chat rooms will be there that's it um i hope that makes sense but we're probably going to have to make it even clearer for people because we're getting that question every day. There is, there's about 100 people in there, I think, at the minute. And we have a great time talking about um, all things Liverpool, uh, mad stuff. Uh, football, non-football, film, music, everything. It all goes on. Um, let me see. On Comics asked, what's your 11, Gav? Oh, I'm not just giving it. I'll go again. Um, Alisson, Gomez, Matip Kanate, Simakas, Hendo, Milner-Jones. Firmino, Jota, I'll actually go Origi, Firmino, Jota, Origi, that's where I'll go with. Um, that has been, that has been the cop update, hope to be back with you tomorrow, as I said, there's just loads and loads going on at the minute, so getting here at 2 o'clock every day is proving a little bit difficult at the moment, but we do have winners and losers on tonight, myself, Phil and Dicko, talking about the winners and losers from the weekend's football, hope to be back with you tomorrow, we will have full time reds after the game, uh, midweek fix on Wednesday. Uh, Friday will be sports unplugged, and yeah, we go from there. Um, see where it takes us. Talk to you in a bit. Over now. Sports Social Podcast Network.